hundred years. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta move on. Those days are gone now. Mike Young stories that need to be told. On my way to the studio for day two of filming videos after dark with Bob Saget. Sitting here with Stock Tip Dave. He's a little upset. We haven't done a podcast. We haven't been consistent. It's very difficult for me. I don't know what to do. I'm not a promoter. I'm not a marketing genius. I don't have a million followers. I, I have friends with millions of followers. Dave's not a marketing wizard either. Dave's just, uh, you know, you got your own skill set. But marketing's not your thing either, bro. You know what I mean? I don't know what to do. I just have great stories that I've been through and I want to tell. You're a great sidekick. I don't know what's going to happen with this thing, bro. Part of you is like, let's get Kevin Connolly back on. Let's get all these actresses from my show on. But then I'm thinking, why am I going to put these people on when I don't have a marketing team behind me? Like, all things comedy, God bless you guys. But, like, really, you put all your energy into, like, the Burt Kreischer, Bill Burr, Bobby Lee. I get it. Those guys are big. Those are my boys. You know what I mean? Bobby Lee, you're my boy. I love you. Chrysler, you're my boy. You're shirtless. All those other guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ari, I love you. I've been on your podcast. But all things comedy doesn't put any energy behind us. I'm not mad at him. I get it. Mike Young's not a big household name yet. Six months. You know what I mean? Six months. It's, right. Like, I ain't mad at you, but, like... If you're building like a label, right? You got to break new artists. Take a note from like the record world back in the day. Like you don't just put all your eggs on the artist that already has the name. You got to put your, like if I was running your label, which you probably would be smart if you just gave me, like just let me run your whole label because I'll run your label. You know, it's like I got friends in the highest places of Mark. Like I look at Jesse, my boy, Jesse, it's her sold marquee jet owned zico coconut water had a record deal with you know delicious vinyl back in the day he's had an entrepreneurial crazy career his whole thing is just no rules there's no rules you know what i mean look at your network of people that you know and utilize it in the best way in a positive way you know and i look at like i don't want to get into a thing about like dogging out all things comedy i don't because like they're good people our boy aaron who does the thing he's awesome but, like, I'm telling you guys, I don't want to, I feel like I'm, like, I feel like I'm acting like 50 Cent before his record came out. <laughs> like, I met 50 Cent before his record came out 18 years ago. Literally. Straight up. I met him in Jam Master J's office. He was wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants. And Jam Master J was like, yo, this kid's going to be the next big thing. We're, gonna, we're about to make these 50 Cent pieces. And we're going to send them around, uh, pass them around New York. And we're going to use them as marketing tools. I, I remember meeting 50 Cent and shaking his hand. And I remember telling Jay, Dad, damn, man, that kid's got a fucking, like, an iron hand. And Jay's like, yeah, bro, he knocks people out. Like, you get knocked out by him. And I was like, I believe that. But he was all love when I met him. And that was just, I met him in Jesse Itzler's office. In Atlanta? 
No. Before he moved to Atlanta, bro, he lived in an apartment on 75th and Broadway in New York. <laughs> and in his office, Jam Master Jay had JMJ Records out of there. He was renting space. And 50 was sitting there as an intern, basically. Sitting in the corner writing rhymes. Okay? I'm talking about some shit. I've seen some things. You know what I mean? So, my point is, all things comedy. What would you say to him, Dave? You, you know, you're more on the business marketing side. What would you say if we needed help marketing our podcast? What would you say to them? No, we just need more help. Like, for those episodes we had, like, Doug Ellen or Kevin Connolly or Bob Saget. Um, you know, the one we did get stuff out there. It got up to 30,000, 40,000 people in the views that viewed everything. But I just feel like... Yeah, Be honest, it's okay, you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings No, no, I'm just saying like This is business, it's not personal For regular guests, if we tell them ahead of time we have somebody in the studio They should be like, hey, come watch this guest on this show So who should do that? All Things Comedy Either in collaboration with us, so we can give them more than one day notice um, Just so we can kind of hype, hype it up so they know what's happening before it happens Right, so we work together as a team, collaborate Right Okay, so maybe that's the thing. Like, I don't want to say it's the, it's no one's fault that we don't have a big following. You know, I just don't want to, like, I feel bad asking, like, more of my high-profile friends to come on the show when we don't have a machine behind us to help pub them. Now, maybe I'm wrong. You think that I should bring all these people on and let it just go see what happens. Because everybody loves guests and, like... Everybody likes interesting stories from different point of views because they want different subjects or a variety of things, and bringing in a guest can add more elements to a show. So, do you think our smart move is to like put the microphones at my new apartment, put them upstairs, and act like that's like our studio, and bring people to the table and get like Chelsea or Jessica or Abby and just get them on the podcast absolutely. and talk about making single mic and all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Like, we had one post, one of our followers wanted us they were wondering when we we're going to bring chelsea kane on the show that was one of their questions to a post okay so i'm gonna just take a back seat to my bossy attitude and i'm gonna listen to dave for once and i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the pod set up please just make sure you know where we're going and if you got us half a mile we're making a right it's taking us to look right i'm gonna get the pod set up right for us and we're going to plug the pot in upstairs. We'll have two microphones, okay? Plus, we'll have to have, like, a side microphone. I got one. Okay, so you got your side microphone. And we're going to record at my place. I'm going to call Chelsea. We'll make a date. I got to shoot all this week, so I'm busy through Friday. But I'm done with Bob's show, Videos After Dark. We're done filming this Friday. I will have time to open up, okay? You have my word. Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna call Chelsea today or tomorrow. See what she's doing. We'll try to we'll try to book her for what Saturday or like Monday, yeah. Monday, whatever. I'm freeing up. I got to go to Rochester, New York next week with Saget Wednesday to Sunday. They legit have put together a list. There's at least ten different people that want to come on. Right. And I, by the way, I'm sorry. I haven't been consistent. I I've been working. Do you know what that is, Dave? Do you know how hard it is yeah. to work like 13-hour days and then have the brain capacity? By the way, I'm working on my cognitive fitness. I'm trying to like <laughs> – Connolly, I don't even know if he's doing it. 
he gave me this book on mental toughness by the Harvard Business Review. And the book is about mental fitness and cognitive fitness and like resiliency and getting your brain in order. You know what I mean? And really like just taking everything to the next level, getting the right brain and the left brain, you know, to get going. So I'm working on that. So I'm trying to have like that extra stamina to be able to do what I'm doing right now, which we're going to the studio right now to shoot videos after dark. Dave's taking me. We're going to Manhattan Beach, ABC Studios. We're shooting today episode three, four, and five. And then afterwards, I'm going to try to write the rest of Single Mike because we have to shoot one extra day and figure that all out. When are you filming it? Like next week, we're going to try to film. Oh, nice. Yeah. you like location? We're going to have to go back to the apartment and shoot some alone time unless I can double trick it for my new, new place as if I'm in another room, which is fine because I've done that. And there's just a couple little scenes I got to pick up. But my point is, maybe I just need to not think about 10 steps ahead and just think about right now and see if we're organically. But I get upset when I bring in these amazing guests like Kevin and Saget and Doug, you know what I mean? And Rappaport and anybody else I want to bring in. And it falls flat because we don't have promotion behind us. It's like... I know that I'm like a throwback type of person. I'm not big on social media. I never will be. Is this our best route, Dave? This is Waze in this. I don't like this Waze. I'm trying to think. I think we need to make a couple moves here. It says we're going to be on this street for two miles and there's no one moving. This person can make a right. This person's just not being aggressive, assertive, adaptive, resilient. They need to make a move. I'm thinking of just going around them. Go around them, Dave. I don't like that street. Oh, I was wrong. That's okay. I looked at that street. I saw it opened up real quick. We're okay. We're making moves. Anyway, this is one little story I'll tell you. Right now, I'm on my way to... Uh, we're on our way to the studio. We were writing the scripts. Bob had written himself a song that he was going to sing. Uh, coming out on stage, he's going to sing a song about the show. I said, Bob, why don't you put the guitar down midway through the song and say, you know what, let's step this up a beat and let's bring out Dougie Fresh, the greatest beatboxer to ever live. Legend from, you know, New York City, Dougie Fresh from the Get Fresh crew who had the song with Slick Rick, Lottie Dottie, we like to party, we don't cause trouble, we don't bother nobody, we're just some men that's on the mic, and when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic, right? Okay? I put a call into Dougie Fresh through my boy Jesse. Dougie said, hell yeah, I'd love to do it. Bob said, hell yeah. And today, Dougie Fresh is coming to the studio. (laughs) So he's going to do a beatbox thing, and Bob's going to rap. And it's going to be amazing. And I just hope Bob knows his lyrics. Because that's all he has to truly know. Well, careful, buddy. I see this car whipping. Um, so hopefully we, we just step it up and it becomes the thing it's supposed to be. Because when you got Dougie Fresh, the greatest beatbox artist of all time, you got to come correct. So hopefully we come correct today. And it'll be exciting. Hopefully Dougie remembers me. I've met him a bunch of times. I have no idea if he remembers me. I haven't talked to him since he landed yesterday. But it should be pretty damn cool. And uh, there's a legend coming to our studio. Bob's a legend too. You know that? 
I think Bob's a legend. When you hear, it's crazy because I'm listening to videos after dark. I'm listening to Bob's voice in the videos. And Dave, you're coming down tomorrow. You're going to see it. When you hear Bob's voice over the videos, you're going to trip out. I'll tell you why you're going to trip out. Because it's going to throw you back to the time when you were a kid watching videos, America's Funniest Videos. Did you watch that show? I watched, all, watched it all the time. I even watched him narrate How I Met Your Mother. So it's like him as a background voice. So I've been hearing pretty much... <laughs> I would say three-fourths of my life, Bob Saget's had a narrative in my life from shows I watched. Well put, Dave. Bob's got a narrative in everybody's life. Now listen, I've got Bob's voice in my head too. Sometimes it's a yelling Bob. Sometimes it's Bob telling me my jokes aren't good. But it's still Bob, and I love him because this gig is incredible. The vice president of ABC came down yesterday. He was laughing his ass off. And I got to tell you, when you work and you write jokes... All you want is people to laugh. It ain't that big. You know what I mean? It's like very simple. You just want people to laugh. And he was laughing. Thurman Ave. And when you write something and people laugh, it's worth every ounce of energy that you spent. Maybe they can help promote the podcast. ABC? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get on ABC. <laughs> Yo, ABC, you want me to promote the show? Promote the podcast. Let me call the network head, Bob Iger, who also runs DJ. Hey, Bob, would you mind would you mind pubbing stories that need to be told? And he's going to go, who is this? I'm going to go, it's Mike Young, man. I, I'm one of the writers on Videos After Dark. Who? Bob, I'm a fan, man. I love everything you've done with Disney and ABC and your $79 million, you know, parachute exit plan that, you know, you're going to get paid when you leave. And all the other great things you do. But the cool thing is to see the vice president over at ABC laughing his ass off and a, a fan. You know what I mean? Because as an artist, you always think about like the suits as like the enemy or like on the other side. It's not like that in the real world. A lot of these dudes are fans of comedy, fans of old shows, fans of Bob's from back in the day. You know what I mean? These are good people just trying to have a job. You know what I mean? I'm not one of these artists that's like, F the suits, man, corporate America. Motherfucker, you wish you had a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good to have a job in the world. What, am I going to be mad at somebody who worked their ass off to climb the ladder of success? Not at all. No. Don't be a hater, everybody. Don't hate the man. Don't hate the suit. Don't play that artist hate. You know what I mean? You're not going to get anywhere. Hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fight your battles, no doubt. And by the way, we're going to have battles. But that doesn't mean they're bad people. They're just people trying to move forward like you're trying to do. You're, everyone, Everybody wants the same thing for this show, to succeed, to be a hit. You know what I mean? Nobody's giving their opinion because they're trying to kill it. Now, the funny thing is we do have the censors down there. <laughs> no. So there's a dude who's down there. He's just a censor. So when he sees something funky, he has to mark it. But I distracted the censor. I had him laughing. I had him outside talking. He probably, I got him, he missed a bunch of stuff probably. So he doesn't sit there with a button and press it during the show? No, he sits there with a notebook and a script. And anything that he flags, we got it. We give to the executives. And then that goes over to ABC and we have to change it or blur it or mark it. So it's like a whole thing, man. The network television world is something, this is my first experience working on a network show. It's awesome. Because not only is it real money in the, that floats around, I was just happy that when I said I want candy, 
on day one, they said, what kind of candy do you want? I told them, 40 packs of my favorite candy showed up. <laughs> That's good enough for me. You know what I mean? Money doesn't move me emotionally. It affords you things that you can just do for fun. I can pay you more than, I can give you some gas money, Dave. I know, Dave's upset. I, I could tell last night you were upset you, with the driving, right? It's another story. <laughs> we're trying to get Dave something going. Connolly thinks Dave should have his own podcast. I know Dave. I mean, you do whatever you want. But I don't know what you would talk about by yourself. I know. I need to- Nothing. So Connolly doesn't. I don't know what he's saying. He doesn't know what he's saying. Unless he's going to be on the podcast with you. Um, where do we go? Make a right and then a, do we make a left up here? Yeah, Fairfax. Okay. I think that's is that Fairfax right there. Anyway, we're on our way to the studio. Dave and I are trying to figure out how to make our stories that need to be told a big thing. I'm not a household name yet. You know what I mean? I'm just not. I could call all my boys. I could call Sebastian. I could call Rappaport. I could call everybody and say, yo, pub my shit. And Dave's like, do it, do it. But what should I tell him? Like, what should I tell Rappaport? Check out my boy's thing Or should I just get on Rappaport's show Get on the show Even do a skit Have him be on it You can do little skits For your show For the podcast Make it like a Variety thing Like you can talk about stuff But include skits Include like Random things That we don't already do Like what What do you mean like What do you mean a skit With Rappaport Or like You know People like videos People like Random things I'm having Rappaport Come on single mic He doesn't even know it Okay He doesn't even know it Michael I love you, bro. You're my boy. You know I got your back. You call me to punch up a joke. You want me to write something for you. I got you, buddy. Now you got to come back and and pop up on single mic. Okay? That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? I don't want to... It's just the way it is, bro. It's just the way the world works. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I I didn't ghost write your book thinking about the future i ghost wrote your book to make a hit book for you and that's what we did and your book this book has balls is hilarious and amazing and it's all you bro but i was there you know what i mean in the background taking bags of cash to do it and i love doing it you know what i mean but my name's not on the book it's i got a big thank you in the book but i couldn't have done this without you you're the mvp of this book has balls you're you know he thanked me beyond and that's all i wanted and it was a great experience i have experience writing a book but now i gotta call in my favors you know what i mean <laughs> it's just the way it is speaking of favors because i think you just need to make more videos because if we want to make it more bigger people love videos and so you can do like 30 second little videos like you know you've seen michael rapport and dean do stuff in the car yeah like little they make fun of people or we should copy that or not copy that, but like, you know, do something similar like that because people love the videos. They love the interaction. They love Anybody that listens to this podcast, I know what you could do. Tweet out or go on Instagram or just call, tell everybody you know stories that need to be told needs to be heard. I got too many stories. We got too many stories, Dave, for people not to be on this thing. And stories that need to be told is just that. They're stories that I have to tell. 
I mean, it's interesting, I think. Don't you think to the average person that I'm going to the studio right now to shoot the show and Dougie Fresh, the legendary beatboxer who comes from the origins of hip-hop, who created an entire culture that's worldwide, is going to be there doing something with Bob Saget? I'm the plug, bro. <laughs> I plug you in. You know what I mean? I connected that through my relationships, through people I love working with. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. All Things Comedy, this is a shout out to All Things Comedy. We need you, man. We need you. We love you. We need you. Okay? Please. These are great stories. Anyway, that's been 20 minutes. Should we we wrap it up, Dave? All right. Mike Young, Stock Tip Dave, stories that need to be told. Me and Sagan will be in Rochester, New York. Then we go to Nashville, Zanies. Then we go to Denver Comedy Works. We'll see you soon. Take me back when I was a kid. Take me Never back. Never had now. to worry about what I did. The one time I'm a man two. now. Check it out. Now. Gotta the get it down. No sound. time getting down now. now. Take me back uh, when I was a one, kid. Two. Never had to worry about what back. I did. Coming back for you. But I'm a man now.